0: The story begins Please, Mr. Dillon, I'm begging you My poor husband's not yet cold in the ground You have to give me some more time Please, if you have any compassion with you at all Sally Jones was in tears She had just arrived home from her husband's funeral To find the landlord's rent collection mail Silas Dillon was waiting for her But things were not working as planned for Silas Dillon He'd hoped to maybe frighten her But there were too many around now Too many men He'd have to leave the widow for now. You have two days, Sally Jones, then I'll be back. You owe rent and we intend to collect. Come on! He roared to the shorter man next to him that they were moving on. Sally stood there, watching them leave. In her arms, she held her baby girl, Katie, only 18 months old now. The past few months hadn't been a nightmare for Sally. No, forget months. The last year was one she wished she could do over. It was not at all what she had planned for herself when she arrived in New York three years earlier to marry the young man her aunt had chosen for her. It was to be the start of a whole new world, the American dream as it was. Paul Jones was a handsome man and dynamic. Sally, an impressionable 18-year-old girl from Ireland. Her aunt owned a lodging house for young men from Ireland and she had initiated the correspondence between them. Paul wanted to marry an Irish girl and her aunt through Sally would be perfect for him. Sally longed for adventure. She was tired of living in the middle of nowhere on a tiny farm with no prospects. And Paul was the answer to her prayers. But it all seemed such a lifetime ago now to Sally. As Silas Dillon stomped away, Sally turned back into her little home a one-room dwelling in a tenant building. Mrs. McCoy, her neighbor, had ushered the funeral gatherers out and sat with Sally. "'What'll you do, Sally? You know he's just going to be right back. You don't want to live like Nanny Butler. You know what happened when her husband died. And, to be honest with you, it was even going on before her husband died. She paid Silas Dillon in another way. "'You're too young to get involved in that kind of living.' Sally had heard the rumors about Silas Dillon. He came around when the men were gone. The only ones not working usually spent their days in the local Irish pub, so the women were easy prey. Anything to keep a roof over their heads. "'But Mrs. McCoy, what will I do? I can't work, and what will I do with Katie in my case?' Sally was beside herself. She never expected to be a widow at 21. Her marriage to Paul had started well enough, but good looks don't bring the money in. And Paul had difficulty keeping the job down. He really should have been a man of leisure. He wasn't cut out for the responsibility. It seemed like his life had turned a corner when he got to work in the docks. But then the accident two days ago had claimed his life, and now Sally was alone, her aunt having passed away a year earlier. "'I'll take baby Katie and you have a lie down.' "'It's been a rough few days for you. Pray for guidance, and I'll pray for you, too,' Mrs. McCoy said. And now she was alone. Sally got into bed. She hadn't slept since the news of Paul's death. Now all her money was gone in giving him a decent burial. "'Please, Lord, give me the strength to carry on. What am I to do? Where will I go?' She didn't have any more money to return to Ireland, and even if she had the money, she didn't want to. All Sally knew was what she didn't want. Exhausted and emotionally drained, she fell into a deep sleep. In her dream, she saw a man, but not his face. There was someone behind him, but she couldn't make out who it was. And there was a river, and the flow of the water attracted her attention. She had never seen anything quite like it. Then... She could feel the coldness of the water. She was into her neck, and then she lost her footing, and it was taking her with it, the current too strong for her to fight back. She woke up, drenched in sweat. It was still daylight, so she went to Mrs. McCoy's to pick up Katie. She didn't want to sleep for that dream to come to her again. Mrs. McCoy had her hands full when Sally arrived at her house. "'Sally, I hate to ask, but would you stay with your younger ones while I nip out for a bit?' Help yourself to some stew. Mrs. McCoy was gone before Sally could answer. She had a broad of six children, and the noise and chaos overwhelmed Sally. She found herself longing for fresh air. How strange life is. When she was on the farm at home,